it's over. It's all over. The drought. The damn wall is busted. It's 62 long years. Now we've got our backs against the wall and we've got to fight. And we're going to fight hard. It's going to be a do or die effort. It's going to be a determined bit. You've got to show me all the guts and all the determination you've got in your body. You've got to inspire me. The stadium holds its breath. It's a goal. And the western suburbs erupt. So Franco Corso in Brunswick and Portugal. If I see one right walk out of here, gives a pat on the back from people out there for a good effort, I'll spill up. They wanted to say this for as long as I can remember. The Bulldogs goes through to a grand final. Can you believe it? Sin acknowledges and pays respect to the owners of the land, the House of Sin and Studios Stand, the Wurundjeri people of the Kulin Nations. Sin also acknowledges and pays respect to the elders and traditional owners of the lands our content reaches, as well as the radio stations we broadcast from across the country. Welcome to episode 22 of the Kennel Cough. We're almost at the end of the season. We're getting there. We're chugging along. We're going to hang around though. We're going to, we'll do a trade thing or something like that. Yeah. Okay. Oh, I was just being like the end of the season. <laughs> Nave and Caleb, who is joining me in the studio today, um, are going to continue to chug along and then potentially chug into the summer. Yeah. With pup dated news and facts. No, we were talking about this the other day. We we're like, oh, we'll finish up the season and then mm. um, we will do it trade and draft wrap or something. Yep, we'll have a off-season. If you season. don't want to hear from us during the off-season, <laughs> tweet us at Pod. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> just, and then we won't um, do any more. We'll just keep it quiet. Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> um, fantastic win by the dogs on the weekend. Yeah. Uh, you went to the game? I did go. Did you... Get to, did you applaud Dale Morris? Yeah, I with stood all your up. Heart? I did. Every time he got near the ball, I went, "Oh, Dale!" It was such a Dale Morris kind of game. It was, yeah, it, it was just yeah, very Dale Morris. I'll it say was that. good because mm. if you notice, our team was aggressive at the ball, not aggressive at other mm. players. Unlike <laughs> Jared Waite, <clears throat> everyone that plays for North, <clears throat> Brad Scott is not the nineties anymore. I was saying to you off air, used to be quite forgiving of Sean Higgins when people booed him I was like oh we kicked him out like there wasn't oh. any spots for him he left there was no bad blood but when he was ge- getting into Bont on the ground after he get like flattened out I was like there goes any shred of respect that I had no, for Sean Higgins all gone I don't I don't care that North aren't going to make the final now <laughs> in fact I'm glad I'm so <laughs> glad um, let's jump into some pup dates. There was one in uh, Daniel Cherney from The Age wrote a nice little piece on Josh Shackey with the irony being that Josh Shackey wasn't going to read the story because Josh Shackey doesn't look at his social media, doesn't read the paper, is not interested in any footy news. Yeah. Um, something that he's been, he's been trying to do to help uh, with his mental health and he said when he was up in Brisbane because he was so young, he was getting all this feedback from people on social media and he'd read it and yeah said that's it just not good but yeah, also crippling. any prospective footballers shut your privacy settings down mm. don't let randoms message you 100 percent. i don't let randoms message me because i know how popular this <laughs> podcast is and i know that people want to they don't they want to keep me quiet because yep. of all my controversial yet brave opinions <laughs> 
<laughs> but no, seriously, just like lock it down. It's got a, there was some interesting <laughs> stories from the piece. There was one about him uh, hanging out with a couple of mates when he was at Brisbane, and they went for they were on a boat and they went down some of the canals in Brisbane and canals got, you reckon uh, rivers canals the, the, <laughs> did they say canals <laughs> they didn't say canals I Amsterdam Venice Brisbane <laughs> <laughs> but they uh, they got stuck on the riverbank and they had to call like a club official to come and pick pick Shacky up because they had they were sinking their boat was sinking and they had to drop one of their one of their players off and that is intense Shacky drew the short straw ended up on the on the banks of Brisbane's beaches and Just canals and did that? They got him home safe, I guess. In the end, <laughs> I'm not saying that's the reason why he got traded to Bulldogs, but if my mates oh, abandoned in... me on on a oh, so a he didn't bank. feel he felt abandoned, so yeah. he's needs to get out. Yeah, well, I was saying that as well. He um doesn't read anything that people write anymore, and hmm. he can go and visit his family in Seymour. Okay, God's I wonder country. if he, we probably could say whatever we want about Shaki on this podcast, and he wouldn't hear it. I That's mean, we'd true. only say nice things. Exactly. But, um, he, sh- he should only listen to the If he's going to listen cough. to any media, so he should say, listen to the kennel cough. Yeah, I'm going to say nice things about Josh Shecky. I'm going to whisper sweet nothings into the microphone. Josh Shecky's a really good player. <laughs> and just like... Two nice girls. <laughs> and then he can listen to this podcast and feel good. <laughs> On loop. Just that, yeah. those whispers. Um, <laughs> he also talked about how it's been nice coming to the dogs um, as we've had Travis Cloak and Tom Boyd speak up about their mental health. He said the Bulldogs were a very like welcoming kind of environment and let you be who you who you were. So I thought that was pretty sweet to read. That's so good. And at the end he says, there's a really good vibe. Yes. And I love it. Yeah, who was it? Was it Lipinski that said the vibe's yeah, really good? Yeah, the vibe's good. good. Mm. The vibe is good. It's so the vibe. Um, this was on AFL Players' uh, website. There was another pup date. They, every week they look at unsung heroes. And Ed Richards was their unsung hero. They said the stats may not depict his influence, but Ed Richards' bravery with the ball in hand was pivotal to the Bulldogs' second-half comeback. First-year product only kicked the ball three times out of his 17 disposals, but his dash off half-back broke the game open uh, when the Dogs started their unlikely comeback. Yeah, I thought it was th- awesome. Yeah, me too. Um, there was a few bits where I was like, wow, he looks so slick. Like, he just was like... Mm. Okay. They kept calling him on the commentary. I yeah, think apparently it was Sandy I did hear that. Called him Lou. Yeah, they kept calling him, like, the lip because of, like, <laughs> Louis the lip. Um, Little Louis. Yeah, exactly. And I was like, one, I mean, I can forgive Sandy Roberts because he's obviously senile. <laughs> like, there's been a few things that he does and says. I'm like, Sandy, are he you He also okay? said... Uh, when will Sandy retire? <laughs> <laughs> there was one passage of play, Lin Jong's lining up to kick for goal, and he was like, oh, it's been a long time since he was a premiership player at the Dogs in 2016. And, like, obviously didn't play, in, didn't play in the grand final. Yeah. And then he misses his set shot at goal. Oh, sorry, he kicks his set shot at goal and Sandy's like, <laughs> and it strays off to the right. And then yeah, it's like, like the oh, it's and- a goal. Oh, no. <laughs> I, mean, I, I mean, I guess he technically is a premiership player, but no one counts, like, the, <laughs> people specify if it's VFL, you know yeah. what I mean? They'll be like, oh, he played in the VFL premiership. If you say, if you're in an AFL context and you say premiership, people are going to assume mm. that you mean AFL Premiership. And if you've been commentating for as long as Andy Roberts has, you should understand that. I'm not that expecting... That being said, the man is seen up. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be funny if when Jack Redpath makes his return, they start prefacing every touch he gets with, like, a Premiership player. Or who else was there? There would have been... Not in the side. Yeah, Lucas uh, Webb or something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. He's a VFL Premiership yeah. player. Rock Smith. Oh, yeah. But, I mean, 
Fox Footy doesn't remember who our players are. <laughs> yeah, well. exactly. It's just because Lin Jong is such a wonderful person mm. that he assumed that he was... Mm. Speaking of vibes, Lin Jong gives off a premiership vibe. Yeah, that's you it. Know? Um, speaking of commentators, mm. uh, Gary Lyon really doesn't like the dogs. What yeah, you, I saw you um, put out yeah. a tweet and I was like at the game, so obviously I didn't get to hear the champagne commentary um, from Gary, but I was like, oh, I wonder what he said. It's he. Uh, but then I was talking to a few of my mates who are Sydney fans and they're like, no, Gary Lyon's just negative. Okay. Uh, Why? What around. did he say about the Bulldogs? Uh, he was very critical. Well, you could guess he suggested Bont should go forward permanently. Oh, That's, you could put your house on that. Um, but he also was like, every time we'd enter the 50... And yes, there was like, I admit we're not a Rolls Royce and we're not amazing, but it was like, we're a Mercedes oh, Benz then. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Pay us money, Mercedes Benz. Um, <laughs> he was always like, oh, again, they're going up high. Oh, again. They need to get the ball to Ed Richards. They need to get the Marcus Bontepelli in the forward line. It's not working for the dogs. And then didn't really say much when we started winning as well. So, yeah, exactly. Feeds off negativity. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, okay, tell us, like, say what you need. What needs to be done, I guess, if it's going badly. But when it goes well, explain why it's going well, if you know what I mean. And that way you're like, oh, a balanced broadcast. I got analysis of both this and that. Not just the obvious. I mean, most people can tell when things are going wrong and what they need to do. Like everyone in the stadium, oh, they're just bombing in in there and like high balls, which is like Magic Door eats that for breakfast (laughs) and like kicking it straight to Magic Door. You can, anyone can be like, hey, how about like stop kicking like, into the, like, deep pocket mm. slash stop kicking it high to Magic Door. Like, anyone can do that. But it's like, okay, now, like, what do you have to do? And when we have stopped doing that, how did we go about it? Yeah. Like, that's interesting. You could definitely take a leaf out of our book as being, like, optimistic exactly. media experts. We're really pumping up our own tires today, but I'm <laughs> liking it. I'm feeling it's Monday, you know. Woo! And we won... Yeah, feeling good. The vibe is good, Yeah, in the words of Josh Shackey. In studio number three, it's, it's through the roof. <laughs> um, you, you found a pup date fresh off the press, yep. and it's involving the 250-gamer Dale Morris. Yeah, so Dale Morris, who could be the second coming of Christ, not Unconfirmed, confirmed, but um, very likely. All signs point to you, yes. Um, has been charged with tripping Jai Simpkin, North Melbourne. This is verbatim from mm. the uh, match review officer. Um, Michael. <laughs> Michael, our <laughs> first name basis. Uh, <laughs> during the third quarter of the round 21 match between North Melbourne and the West Bulldogs, played it is. Uh, in summary, he can accept a $2,000 sanction with an early plea. Now, I don't have. I don't know a where very the footage big... of this That's is. That's it. I haven't seen it, but um, I would totally support a, like a, a GoFundMe or a Kickstarter to pay that $2,000. Not yeah. because I don't think he didn't do it, just because. I want to repay some of the the good feelings that Dale Morris has given me. Exactly. Literally, exactly. And also, Jared Waite only got a grand more than that, so like three grand, um, for just cleaning up That was dirty. And he's got got a track record. Yeah, exactly. Well, I was saying to my dad, like, I thought he was going to get suspended because he has this innate need to not play more than five games (laughs) consecutively. It's either an injury or a suspension. And I was like, Jared... When will you learn? Well, Jared Waite <laughs> is very similar age to Dale Morris. And I feel like... You, you could, I think Jared Waite is 34. Yeah, he's pretty Dale Morris is 35. So... No, yeah, if you type in Jared Waite to Google, uh, injury is the first <laughs> thing that comes up. And then also super coach, obviously, and then wife. Yeah. Then North Melbourne. Um, um, he is, yeah, he's 35 years old. I was thinking, like, 
Dale Morris, 250 games, and has missed a lot through injury. If Jared Waite plays 250 games, they'll say they'll just copy and paste the thingos, but through suspension and some injuries. <laughs> Let's talk just about nodding. Mm. Yes, yes. Uh, VFL Women's Review. They unfortunately went down to Hawthorne on the weekend. Um, kind of a poor scheduling from the AFL. They managed to schedule all three Western Bulldogs games at the same time, women's, VFL, and the AFL, so I didn't get to see the game. Yeah, it was like all Bulldogs. Remember the other, it was last weekend that it was like the games were all spaced out nicely, and yeah. then this weekend it was kind of like all at once. Um, 70, uh, 79 points to 24. We had four goals none, so at least we were accurate. Yeah, exactly. 100% accurate <laughs> in front of goals, unless we kicked any out on the full. They had 11 goals, 13, so they, they did pretty good. Mm. Uh, but all good. We still sit six with six wins and six losses. Six, six, six. Yeah, I've written potentially spooky. I mean... What does that mean? I I was looking into that as uh, the AFL keep talking about six, six, six starting positions. Oh, true. I was thinking about Satanism. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah. yeah, that's true. Maybe we are just trying to get in the AFL good books. Yeah, I think uh, what's uh, Stephen Hawking. Uh, yeah. Yeah, loves it. Uh, top four for VFL Women's Finals. So I didn't realise this. I was just about to ask you this, but... I've written it all down. I was procrastinating in a big way. So you have to finish top four to play finals. Geelong are fourth placed on nine wins and a draw. So we'll probably not play finals. Yeah, so we're three and a half games behind Damn it. Uh, fourth place with two rounds to go. So I'm no mathematician. However, I am no champion data employee data analysis. Not swamp Twitter. Yeah, I'm not. Yes, I'm, <laughs> but I don't think that's going to happen. No. Uh, Bailey Hunt was named in the best, and so was Barry. And Sarah Jolly kicked a goal, which we're going to use as a little promo for our bonus set this week. Yeah, so Sarah Jolly, uh, esteemed VFLW Bulldogs player. Mm. We got a chance to ring her up and we have a chat. We wrangled her up. Um, unfortunately, the episode doesn't go for as long as we were hoping because her phone was about to go flat. <laughs> didn't no spoilers, but if you look at it and you're like, "Oh wow, they didn't talk for long." When you see the thirteen minutes, thirteen but, minutes, so, but, but it's easy. It's a little cheeky yeah. bonus app you can listen to. And if you live in like Footscray, it takes about thirteen minutes to get from Footscray into the city on the train. So all right. So specifically, if you are a city worker <laughs> who lives in Footscray, this is. This is right up your alley. That'll probably come out on Wednesday afternoon. We'll release that one. So, yeah, jump on that after you've listened to this one. Yeah, goal kickers. <laughs> we only get the best. <laughs> yeah. Such is his conviction that he can get through and blast it out wide for the old-timer. Morris versus Wood. Goes to ground, Dale. It's going to be hard, but he's outnumbered. But he's always found a way, Dale Morris. And that's why they love him so much, the Bulldogs fans. That's 100% Dale Morris. He never gives any less. Uh, let's review the game because it was an awesome win. We really, it felt like we, at halftime, it was like, oh, we're not, we don't have anything to play for. North have everything to play for. This is easily one of those games where it's just a write-off. Yeah. Um, but I don't know what Bevo put in the water at halftime or what he told them, but I let's like to think it was... Let's not cast suspicions. <laughs> I like to think it was something <laughs> along the, the lines of do it for Dale Morris because they played some of the best footy I've seen all year in that, th- in that third quarter. Yeah, it was so good. And I think, yeah, because like, yeah, like you were saying at halftime, it was like, what do we have to play for? Like, like yeah, North have everything to play mm. for. Cordy 
When I think, was it the first quarter that he got yeah. smacked up? Because he did that. He did that spoil running back with the fly. Oh, that was incredible. Mamma uh, mia! What a spicy meatball. That was good. That was good. And then copped a, a copped a foot to the head, and I don't think. Yep. Ben Brown's foot, I believe. Oof. Walks around helping out the women's team, drinking kombucha. Yeah. Um, but he's a he's a dog. Yeah. <laughs> Kicked you to the head. He's kicking people in the head. Oh, sorry guys. <laughs> Uh, there was a good stat that was floating around. We were the first side to have three players with more than 40 disposals in yeah. one game. Or 40-plus disposals. Yep. Lockie Hunter, Jack McRae, and Caleb Daniel. Yeah, I thought Daniel sick. played so well. He was awesome. I thought Caleb, I think Cordy, while he was on, mm. was looking really good. And that Because, yeah, when it went over, we are like, oh, we've conceded an easy goal. And then he punched it, and it was like, ah. Oh. <laughs> he was playing so well. I think he could have been in the best had he not... Um, and he's gonna. I uh, will talk about it later. But fractured head or something. Yeah, <laughs> it's like a skull, skull thing. Which is pretty gnarly. Pretty spooky. Um, yeah, spooky theme. And um, yeah, we- I thought Caleb Daniel was so good. Mm. And again, got like picked on and smacked up a little bit. And I was, I, I like yelled out. I was like, he wears a helmet. <laughs> like leave. I was like, leave Caleb alone. And like the two North supporters, they kept laughing. When I when I was saying things, but some of the stuff I was saying wasn't that funny. I was just lamenting <laughs> how terrible we were in the first half. Um, but they laughed, so I was like, that's good. Nothing better than... I'm 100% going to be one of those old people that mm. just, like, yells the entire time. I thrive off praise, and if anyone laughs near me, I'm like... That's because I made Thank a funny you. call about Caleb Daniel's helmet. Uh, the stat sheet was something to behold in terms of, as we said, Hunter Daniel McRae all had 40-plus... Then we had Bont with 35, Dunkley had 26, McLean 26. Kangaroo's best uh, in terms of disposals was Cunnington on 26 and then Higgins on 24. So yeah. we seem and to... And Crozier and JJ both yeah. had... I thought JJ played really well as well. Definitely. Like in the in the second half, it was like everybody finally stepped up. Like what they'd look like... Or like JJ looked like he was trying so hard the last couple of weeks and he just needed a few more people to go with him. And they did. And it was good. Mm. I was also... So good. Um, I love like in, you put him in the same regard as that uh, Ed Richards thingo uh, yeah. in the pop dates. Like it was really driven off that halfback, and I think JJ mm. was in there. He kicked that sick goal from like fifty meters out, oh. right when we were when it was close, and that was huge. Mm. Yeah, they just played so well, and against North, who are a dirty, dirty side. You know, mm. <laughs> I just wanted to bring that up again. Yeah, they're dirtbags. Um, <laughs> we had a hundred more possessions than them in total as well. More than a hundred possessions. A hundred more. Is what Anthony Hudson said. Um, you've written this quote in here. Is this from Morris? Yes, it's my yes. 250th, but more about the team and where we're headed. Yeah. It's gorgeous. Yeah, and he said, they were like, oh, you know, what was it? And he was like, oh, like, that got you over the line. It was like, he was just effort. But I thought that was cool. And I heard um, Bevo say during the week, like, he doesn't focus on his own personal thing. It's about, I mean, he's always about being, like, not letting the team down and playing well for the team. But he's so concerned now um, with, like, the younger players mm. and, like, helping them to come through and stuff like that. Um, and I thought I was going to be such a fresh fresh take when it came to the podcast, but I've seen heaps of people post yeah. about it on social media. But at the, when the siren went, and I suppose it was the back line, that, because, but it was like Richards, Gowers, who was playing in the back line, um, Crozier and Norton, who ran to hug Morris on the siren and, like, you know, really get around him and stuff. And it, you wouldn't necessarily guess that, like, those players had known yeah. or been around him less than a year. I mean, maybe Gowers was, like, Footscray, but I can't imagine there was, like, too much 
You know what I mean? I know. What you mean. Yeah, like, yeah. Like looking at it, you're like, oh, like it would be no different if like the Bond or um, other like Dalhouse or I mean he's injured, but like um, like people that had known him, I guess, for longer. Like it just it's testament. It's quite sweet. What a wonderful human being he is. And like listening to him talk, I'm like, what a well put together person. Mm. Like he just. I don't know. He's like, yeah, if you work really hard. And he was like, you know, everything is meant to happen for a reason. Like, I, um, you know, like, I spent those four pre-seasons without getting picked up at the Bulldogs um, when I was at Werribee and things mm. like that. Um, and he's like, you know, maybe if that didn't happen, I wouldn't be here now and all this stuff. I was like... <laughs> I wonder whether he'll have, like, post-season, whether he'll be, like, a media personality because he speaks quite well and yeah. he's a lovable character. I reckon this you could lop him true. in with, like, a bob. Maybe not in terms of his personality, but I don't think anyone has a qualm with Dale Morris. Like, yeah, how weird would, would it be if you had a beef with Dale Morris? <laughs> yeah. weird. weird. Maybe, weird. Um, who did he trip up? Was it Jed Anderson? Jai, uh, Jai Simkin. Simkin. Yeah, but even Jai Simkin probably He'd be like, oh, good. sorry, sorry for kicking you. Uh, sorry. Yeah, yeah, sorry. <laughs> sorry I ran into your leg. Yeah, exactly. And he, as, as he should be, <laughs> yeah. in my opinion. Um, let's talk about some of the discussion points from the weekend. Um, you've written here, has this win sacrificed our coveted 14th position? Dear Lord. No, because it hasn't. I checked. Oh, it hasn't? 14th. Okay, good. And we're still like a game behind Fio, I think. I mean, whew, I know. God forbid if we lose 14th. I've said it before and I'll say it again. It's like every week when the AFL's like, check out the ladder. Where's your team? I'm like 14th. <laughs> They're like, swipe up to see the bottom <laughs> sides because like, it only shows it. you like the top eight on their Instagram story. And I'm like, no. It's all good. I got better things to do. 14th. <laughs> I know. Um, I wanted to ask you, this is more about me just talking about how North are dirty, but it is a good point. Like, North seems to play right on the line kind of of, like, aggressive slash smashing into Jackson Trengrove and pushing him into a fence pretty much. Yeah. Um, how would you feel if the dogs played the same way? Because, like, I know there was a few times in the game where, like, they'd bump into one of our players and I'd be like... What a horrible man. I hope he has a long, hard thing about himself. But if one of our players did that, I'd probably be like, ah, I feel the power. <laughs> yeah. Like, but if we kind of played like that consistently, like, mm. I suppose North, I mean, like North and Hawthorne had those games for a while where they were just like full on punch on. Mm. How would you feel if like we started playing instead of like a fast paced brand of football, like an aggressive brand of football, I guess? I don't know. I think I'm in two minds that um, I like that the dogs are. Uh, that you talk about like the Hawthorne's unsociable footy. Yeah, yeah. And I do kind of envy that the idea that like people are envious of the, when they, they were envious of Hawthorne because they were successful and they were kind of like unsociable. So I would love it like if the dogs were this powerhouse of a club and teams, other clubs hated us. But at the moment, like I don't, I think that doesn't really, it seems like it doesn't fit our, the players that we've got. Like, so I kind of like it. I don't. I don't think we need to try to be something that we're not. And, yeah, um, I agree. Sometimes when we're losing, I'm like, gosh, I wish they'd show a bit of fight. Sometimes when we're playing against other dirtbags, I'm like, Jesus, come on, like someone stand up. But yeah, true. Well, like when it was happening to JJ like last season, and eventually people got into the like, um, mm. what's the word? When you when a when another player has a go at your teammate and you go up and you remonstrate. Remonstrate. Thank you. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Like remonstrating, I'm like, yeah, good. But yeah, I don't see the point of kind of directing your energy into like it's a physical game. It's a contact sport anyway. Like you're tackling. Mm. D- direct it like to your tackles. Um, I think it's a sling very tackles. It's though. a very old school way of 
And I feel like there is a movement away from that kind of like to play footy, you need to be tough and you need to not, you need to be stoic. You need to not show any emotion. Whereas I feel like yeah, true. definitely with like Easton Wood as our captain, um, there seems to be Bevo. like, yeah, Bevo. Um, I think there was some writing in the book about like Bevo crying after the Sydney win in 2015. Like, Oh, that's so cute. Yeah. So I think there's definitely like a shift. And I'd yeah. And I think like, it's, it's funny having all these commentators who are like from the eighties and nineties and stuff when you were a part-time footballer, um, and so if you were big and strong, you did have an advantage. Whereas now, because they're full time, it's about more about less athleticism, pardon me, than like brute strength, I think. And so, yeah, I don't know when they talk about like, oh no, they need to be like, why are they like this? Oh, he's got a funny haircut mm. or whatever. I'm like, you're just trying to make them look like, I mean, I don't know. I just feel like it's so transparent sometimes with the commentators. Cause like, you're obviously just jealous and sad that that's not you anymore yeah, and you're totally. like oh well I was so much stronger and mm. like he's got a funny haircut never no mind that I had a mullet it's like... yeah I had a mullet for five <laughs> yeah. years and everyone makes fun of me but like and I'm bald now and I'm sad but like yeah exactly it's that sort of like I don't know I don't necessarily and it, that's why I think like with especially like a, a Scott brother led side who were obviously famous for just like causing havoc yep. physical havoc that you, they would be like oh no you've got to play like this yep. but I don't know it just makes me hate North like Definitely. I'm just like shut up everyone I'm glad you lost <laughs> yeah. um, you talk about how much you hate North uh, I mean, do you I think every team do you think there's like a, a bit of a rivalry brewing with North Melbourne the last three matches decided by a combined six points um, do you think that maybe the AFL will look at us for a permanent Good Friday uh, footy fixture. Well, it combined six points. Well, uh, I. How much did we win by on that? Oh uh, no, because we would have won by we won by seven on the weekend. Yeah. So Well, see, maybe six points before that. Sorry, six I just got an average of six points. I just got confused because then I was like, <laughs> I totally got the score wrong. You can tell I didn't calculate that. I've copied it and no, no, no. I, d- I didn't. Sorry, it sounded like I was calling you out. I was just confused. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's not what I meant. We've um, got Media Watch, uh, Niv. Yeah, I'm sorry. I just really want a job at ABC <laughs> Media Watch. <laughs> um, fact check. Um, yeah, do you reckon, we like, we've got a little bit of a rivalry, yeah. I said this, um, yesterday, um, to one of my friends at the game, I didn't renounce Catholicism <laughs> for us to get renounced on the Good Friday match, you know what I mean? Like, yes, yeah, I, I know what you mean. go to church anymore for a reason, and it's because I believe, <laughs> no, look, there's, because <laughs> you believe that the Western Bulldogs should play footy on Good Friday. Yes, yep. that is my religion, mm. and it's. And for it to be St Kilda is just stupid because they're the saints. And if you're going to have it, then you've got to put it on the demons as well. Saints demons. Because you can't not have... You can't have saints without demons on Good Friday. Could you imagine, like, the pre-match entertainment they could have? They could have some serious, like, demons versus angels kind of... Yeah, just really camp it up. (laughs) I feel like that would be offensive in some capacity, but... Look, I wouldn't put it past like a Channel Seven promo video to mm. they'd they'd, I mean, they'd go there. Yeah, at least um, with it being St Kilda, I was like, all right, cool, it's another small club. But mm. when they talk about like a bigger club, oh, you know, like it's not fair because like it's a small crowd or whatever. But um, it, like, how do you think big clubs get big and stuff like that? And I don't know. It just it gives me the shits a little bit that it's like. Us and North and St Kilda are always kind of, like, put in a corner. Like, the stuff that's happening with Carlton at the moment, if it was one of our clubs, like, we'd be folded, we'd be moved to 100%. Tasmania. Like, 
hands down. So um, stuff like that. But I think there is a genuine rivalry between, like, North and Footscray, I guess. Yeah, definitely. And, like, Crosstown. My theory is that North are angry because we've still got street cred because they've rapidly <laughs> gentrified, whereas yeah. Footscray is still in the process. Yeah, it's getting there, though. We've only got, like, one burger bar, 8-bit or whatever. <laughs> yeah. They've got, like, a couple of... Nah, they've got, got another one now. They've got oh, Huxter really? Burger there as well. Bloody hell. Yeah. Did you see um, one of the burger bars in Footscray? I think it was, like, last year or something. got trashed. Oh, just hit the... Yeah, I did see that. the microphone. It was, like, F off... Hipster scum. scum. I was like, true. <laughs> it was actually but, me. Uh, oh, okay, yeah. cool. Secrets right. out. Oh, damn. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, this is the Zimmerman's report. This is taken from the Western Bulldogs uh, online, the website. Zane Cordy suffered an injury in the second quarter of the game on the weekend where an opposition boots landed on his forehead. This contact has caused a little crack to the frontal sinus in his head. We've consulted with specialists today and we will manage Zane conservatively. He won't play this week, but we'll work with a specialist to determine his availability next week. Following his concussion in round 20, Raw completed a no-contact training session on the weekend. He came through that session really well. We'll work with Rourke and the doctors this week to determine his availability for this weekend. Easton Wood has been fantastic in his recovery following his high-grade hamstring injury. He really has left no stone unturned in trying to get back this season. He completed our final measures on the weekend in terms of his training loads. He'll come back into full training this week. If he gets through full training as we expect, he'll be available this weekend. Yeah, pretty nuts for Smith. Mm. Like, that was so, like, yeah, when he came up with the concussion, he just looked so just, like, dumb Out of and it. confused and sad. And I was like, oh, Rocky. <laughs> Pocky boy. <laughs> um, Bailey Williams is two weeks out, and Easton Wood's only a week out. So maybe a little like Easton Wood might come back for this weekend. Who knows? Yeah, um, that's exciting. See how that goes. Or what? Lewis Young potentially yeah. in the VFL twin away. Well, uh, man named as an emergency last week. Good yeah. segue into the into the Magoos. Thank you. I didn't actually do that on purpose. Ah, oh, damn it. Just. Um, but that's just that how good. good at segways I am. <laughs> yes. it's second nature. Yeah. Uh, Mitch Honeychurch was best of field. With, well, they, well, for starters, they lost to North Melbourne by yes. 20 points, unfortunately. But, um, yeah, Mitch Honeychurch, best on field with uh, 23 disposals, four tackles, and three sausage rolls. Oh, that's pretty good. He seems to go um, well mm. in the uh, VFL, doesn't he, Honeychurch? Yeah. Um, it says AFL... Dot com.au reported that Tim English had 41 hitouts um, and three marks, but on the Bulldogs site they said 49 hitouts and six <laughs> marks. So, what is the truth? I, do, I often wonder that though. Like, there's so many stats that you're like, would that be even be considered tackle? Like, yeah, that's that what I want to know. Because remember, remember when Tom Libertore almost had, he's because you know how he's on, well, I mean, Ebony Marinoff. Yeah, for Adelaide has the highest amount of tackles because yep. she had. How many did she have in like that game? Something ridiculous in like such a, <laughs> it was a real much wet smaller game. amount of time. I think it was, but mm. still smaller amount of time and everything. And like all the tackle records are made in wet games, I guess. Uh-huh. Um, actually, I don't think Livers was, but yeah, and they got because in the men's it's like him, Jude Bolton, mm. and I want to say Zebul, but I can't remember. Yeah. I guess speaking just to go back to North Zebul, stop breaking people's ribs and just. Hitting people. How about just get the ball mm. and use it effectively? Anyway. Let's compare the leaders. you got Easton Wood, who's like the modern gentleman. Or Zeeble. like Bont or Dale on yeah. the weekend. Yeah, true. And then you got Zeeble, like, breaks ribs. Yeah. Bunch of people. Man. Anyway, sorry. I know who I would take. 
if I had to pick between the two. Yeah, for sure. Sorry, I just remembered there was somebody I wanted to bring up because yeah, he's like a brick wall and he just whacks people. And mm-hmm. I'm like, how do you? How does that make you feel good? Yeah, like take up. Just walks up and after like, man, did you see me punch that guy in the guts? Yeah, like, just suck like, at him. Did you so see good. that guy just fall down after I slammed my body as hard as I could <laughs> into him? It's like, just. Find chill, another outlet. Anyway, um, yeah, Libba got one of his. T- anyway, <laughs> Libba got. Speaking <laughs> digress, of people who yeah. are aggressive in an appropriate way, nice. He got one of his tackles taken off, so he was equal with the other two instead of above them. Because he, sh- he should be one of the. His, but like, yeah, like you're right. Like, what constitutes a tackle? What doesn't? But like, I let's feel round like it up. Eight, let's go with forty-nine hitouts for team eight English. Eight hitouts is a bit of a discrepancy, <laughs> and also like twice as many marks. But they've also given Tom Campbell an extra two hitouts as well. Oh no, sorry, forty-three, forty-three. I was. Yes, yeah, so that's the thing. They've got. And so they haven't stolen any off Tom. But and they've given two extra marks to Tom Campbell, <laughs> and they've anyway. I don't see this is not necessarily relevant to discussion. I feel like it's all round about the same. But I want to know where, like, is it somebody? Watching the game for the Bulldogs and taking just like I reckon and like somebody for the AFL or like I think uh, shouldn't they all just have the same like champion data stuff? Yeah, that's what I was seeing. Like, isn't champion data the overriding statistician? Is somebody here enumerate? Mm. Is what I want to know. Let's get Paul Barry onto it. Media Watch. Yeah, he's already he's already going to fact check my last claim. I want Bulldog Watch. (laughs) Um, But if you are interested to see. The game. Yes. There is the replay on the VFL oh, website. Yeah. So vfl.com.au. Got a spare slash, three hours. Yeah. Yeah, they actually have the footage of like halftime. There's just a little girl <laughs> like kicking on the oval. Oh, um, vfl.com.au forward slash replay hyphen north hyphen Melbourne hyphen V hyphen Footscray. That's yep. where you can find it. If you're interested, if you do have a spare three hours. Yeah. Uh, this week we're playing Essendon at Windy Hill, 12 p.m. So. Hopefully. Uh, that won't clash, will it, if it's on Saturday? so Yeah, sa- on, yeah Saturday. Woo! Yeah, because then it's... Uh, yeah, it's, we've got the Saturday game in the VFL, Sunday game in the AFL. You beauty. Uh, let's preview the our second last game of the year. We're playing Carlton on Sunday. Uh, same time, one ten. Same b- bat time. Same bat, please. Bat? You know, like that bit from um, <laughs> Batman. It's like, same bat time, same bat channel. <laughs> I, d- I don't know this. Oh, uh, you I say it all the reference. time, oh, okay. and uh, you are not the first to not know what I'm <laughs> talking about. Same dog time, same dog place. Well, if anyone else has actually known Neve's wacky reference there, let us know. Um, it's a thing. Tweet to us. I think my parents pod. say it. <laughs> Do you have those things that like your parents say all the time, and then you say them, and then it turns out mm. it's not a thing that I have really say. weird like video game references that only me and my brothers get. Yeah, and then we'll say it. Yeah, and we'll yeah, say yeah, it in public and be like, oh "What God. the hell?" Um, different like words from The Sims, like and how they like express their emotions. <laughs> yeah. If me and my sister something happens, like of that emotion, we'll say it in like similar. Gold. I wish I could. I want to hear an AFL game. You know when, like, in multicultural round, and they have. Mm. I want to hear somebody Sims. commentate in Simlish. <laughs> Is it actually called Simlish? Yes. Ah, cool. <laughs> Fake fan. <laughs> I've nah, never played Sims. You can tell it's Monday afternoon because we just the we quality of <laughs> quality of conversation is way down. So let us know what video games you play. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, AFL Evolution. <laughs> Get uh, on track. It'll be Crips versus Bond, and yep. I cannot wait to hear or see the oh, AFL the put takes. up some like. Who would you rather have mm. in your team, Crips 
a bunch of pelly and every all the Carlton players are like, Crips, I'm salty because and it's like it's so stupid because they put a poll up, right? Carlton have that it's many always more supporters. A huge fan base. It's either that or Zach do. Merritt. Yeah, and again, it's Essendon, like, massive, massive fan militant base. fan base. <laughs> and then it's just us like, oh, Bond Pelly, we love you. <laughs> Actually, I did a quiz today that said, are you Bond Pelly's biggest fan? I got nine out of ten. Nice. Where was the quiz? Um, it was on, I used an app called Footy Live for scores. Cool. And I looked up something to um, the Bulldogs. And then it suggested me a quiz. And I was like, I'm going to... I even guessed his favourite food, right? I just guessed. And I got oh, it. Oh, my God. What's his favourite food? I think it was lasagna. Oh, sick. Yeah. That's very nice. She's a um, good choice, in my opinion. <laughs> You've written here, who plays on Mackay and Kerno? I don't really know because <clears throat> I don't know. Is Mackay any good? Yeah, yeah. He's good. Oh, really? He's got a really... Um, according to, I watched <laughs> I watched Carlton Fremantle when I got home yesterday because... <sighs> I have uh, I had two assignments too, yes, okay. and I would actually rather <laughs> watch Carlton Fremantle. Um, and yeah, you according to the person. commentators, he has a very fluid kicking motion, and he's quite large. Oh. He's, he's coming into his own. Oh, Harry McCart. Yeah, you sorry, know, I know he has, Harry. And his twin brother plays for North, but not in the seniors. And also, I believe their birthday is on Christmas. No way. Or Christmas Eve. I feel like that's just some Mackay facts I have for you. <laughs> I would like to see Norton go to Mackay. I thought he did an okay job on Ben Brown. I thought Brown. he did a great job on Ben Brown, and if he doesn't finally get the Rising Star nomination, oh. I will personally go to Gary Lyon's house and ask him <laughs> why the hell he cursed and jinxed Aaron Norton. We're um we're recording this on a Monday afternoon. I'm just checking the Six AFL o'clock. site now. See if uh, I think it comes out like later, no, but no I don't rising, know. No Rising Star as of yet, but this is the week I reckon. Yeah, hopefully. Or surely against Carlton, one of us will, like, get it. Anyway, that pretty much wraps up our show for today. As we said um, earlier in the show, make sure you um, listen to our interview with Sarah Jolly. It's a short one, but it's uh, it's a nice little bite-sized episode. Um, And, yeah, it's just good insight from our VFL women's team, which doesn't get a whole lot of uh, time in the limelight. Yeah, deserves more. Six wins in a row. But a boom. Two losses following, but... Six wins in a row. That's where you... Six in a row. I don't know where I'm going with this. I'm just trying to pump them up. <laughs> cool. All right. We'll, uh, <laughs> we'll see. We'll, yeah, listen to us on Wednesday.